Good morning, everybody. Here we are again with another daily mental prayer. Today, this time in the morning, because wasn't feeling very good last night. And uh, here we are. So we're going to start with an Our Father as usual. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Okay, today's verse is from the first book of Maccabees. Quote, God, be merciful unto us. It is not profitable for us to forsake the law and the justices of God. So, um, as usual, with mental prayer... We want to think about what the verse means. That's the first step. So what does it mean for God to be merciful unto us? What does it mean? Some people might think it means something like, oh, sorry, too loud on there. Let me turn that down. Some people might think that means something like um, getting more money or getting the right job or, you know, being um having more children, who knows? So we just want to think about for a few moments, what does it mean for God to be merciful unto us? God be merciful unto us. It is not profitable for us to forsake the law and the justices of God. What does it mean for God to be merciful unto us? Take a few moments more and think about it. Here's the verse from 1 Maccabees chapter 2, verse 21. God be merciful unto us. It is not profitable for us to forsake the law and the justices of God. What does it mean that it is not profitable for us to forsake the law? What is the law? What's profitable? Think about it for a few moments.
It is not profitable for us to forsake the law and the justices of God. What does it mean that it is not profitable for us to forsake the law? What are the justices of God? Take a few moments and think about it and find out what it means to you. Next, we're going to think about what concrete action we can take. So God be merciful unto us. That's not really something we can take action on. That's something that God does. But it is not profitable for us to forsake the law. What concrete action can you take to stay faithful to the law and justice of God? So think about it for a few moments. What action can you take to stay faithful to the law and justice of God? What action can you take to stay faithful to the law and the justice of God? Think about it for a few moments. What action can you take to stay faithful to the law and justice of God? All right. So um, let's talk about some of the insights that I had real quick. So God be merciful unto us. What does that mean? So what it means to me is that God wants mainly one thing for every human being and, and angels as well. All the beings, thinking beings that God created, such as angels and humans, um, he wants them to be happy with him in heaven. That's the number one thing. And he also wants us to be fruitful and multiply. And that can be mean a couple of different things. It can mean having kids, of course, but not just having kids for the sake of having kids. It means having kids so they can also be happy with him in heaven. But be fruitful and multiply can also mean the same thing as he said at the end of the Gospels, which is 
go forth, baptize all nations and, you know, teach them everything that he taught. So uh, multiplying Christians or multiplying by children, both produce the same thing, which is more souls happy in heaven. So God, number one, wants us to be happy with him in heaven and wants us to multiply those people who would also be happy with him in heaven. So for God to be merciful to us is to allow us to get in heaven or to help us to get into heaven. And that's what God is doing every day by giving us his grace. We have the Bible, we have priests, we have um, church, we have lots of things that are going to help us get into heaven. So, um, so God is merciful to us all the time. Uh, but it is profitable for us to stay with his law. What do they mean by the law? Well, the law is the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments have never been changed, never been abrogated. The Ten Commandments are what we as Christians and what the Jewish people still go by. Now, the Jewish people have a lot of other laws that they still follow. Um, and uh, those laws for Christians at, at the Council of Jerusalem were pretty much um, abrogated, for lack of a better term that I can think of. And the focus was, okay, you need to follow these rules, which are in the DDK, uh, which came out before the Bible, before the New Testament books came out. The DDK, you should check it out. I don't know if it's DDK or DDK. I don't know. D-I-D-A-C-H-E. And it has all the rules that Christians are supposed to follow. And that probably came out sometime around the same time as the Council of Jerusalem to teach new Christians how to behave. And mostly it talked about the Ten Commandments, it talked about how you should pray, you should be praying the Our Father three times a day and things like that. So the Ten Commandments have are solid. They're what we should focus on all the time. So what does it mean to forsake the law? It means to forsake the Ten Commandments in some way. And what is the justice of God? The justice of God is that some people are going to get into heaven and some people aren't. And now, a lot of people want to believe that pretty much everybody's going to make it into heaven. But Jesus himself debunks that claim by saying, you know, wide is the path to perdition. It's, it's wide, it's easy, it's smooth sailing. But there's a small, narrow path that leads to salvation. And that that path is rocky. It's like a white white water, you know, rafting. It's it's not easy to do. There's um, there's mountains on each side. They're closing in on you. There's waterfalls. There's dips. There's maybe there's alligators and sharks. But that's the path that you have to go to get to heaven. So, um. Yeah, so those are my thoughts, and I think that it's we just have to focus on the Ten Commandments and kind of go over our sins every day. What did we do wrong based on the Ten Commandments, and how can we do better the next day? And we need to confess our sins, and we need to confess our sins directly to God. And we should, and of course, I'm Catholic, so I believe we should be confessing our sins to a priest as well, and that priest will give you some tips and some pointers of how to live better along with the law of God. And also 
it is uh, some accountability. Some people say, well, I would never, I, I never need to confess my sins to a man. And I understand from, from Protestant doctrine that that's the case. But in Catholic doctrine, the idea is that, of course, the priest is a representation of Jesus, just like the priests in the Jewish law were a representation of God. So not only are we confessing to a man as far as accountability of just, hey, I'm saying my sins out loud, so I can't hide from them anymore. Confessing your sins to God, of course, we as Catholics 100% believe in that, and we 100% do that, and you should every night. But I also, me personally, I also like to go to confession about once or twice a month just so that I'm accountable. I'm saying to a real person what I've done wrong, and it really humbles me because it's like I have to admit that I did these things to a person, a real person sitting here. Now, they don't know who I am. You know, there's a cover and it's supposed to be private and all that stuff. The priest is not allowed to tell anyone else. Although I'm not murdering anyone or anything like that, there might be some people who have. And they don't want that information told about. But the priest, you know, that that's a whole nother story I'll get into. But the priest isn't allowed to absolve someone. Let's say they came and they said, I murdered somebody. The priest is going to say, I'm not, you know, forgiving those sins. You know, God is not going to forgive those sins that you committed until you turn yourself in. That's a whole nother story. If you want to learn more about um, confession and Catholicism, maybe I'll do a video on it. But this is mental prayer. This isn't about that. I'm just telling you my insights. Maybe you had different insights. You can leave them in the comment section if you would like to share them with uh, other people who watch these videos and pray along. And that's it for today. We're going to do an Our Father to close out the video. And I hope that you have a wonderful day. And I hope that you stay holy. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. And that's it. God bless. Have a great day, everybody. Peace out.